0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them.
1: And we are back from Georgia State University's Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute. We're broadcasting live today right here on uh, the on premise here at Georgia State University, Stone Peyton Lee Cantor here with you, and of course, producer Blake. This is going to be a fantastic segment. Lee, please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, Entrepreneur in Residence with E&I Main Street Entrepreneurship Seed Fund, MK. How are you, man? Good. How are you doing? Good, thanks.
0: Well, MK, before we get too far into things, um, how'd you kind of wrangle this Entrepreneur in Residence uh, opportunity here at GSU?
1: Um, just uh, through network. I'm, I'm a pseudo-entrepreneur myself. I started a number of businesses uh, here in Atlanta and uh, went to Georgia State, uh, Georgia State alumni uh, at, on, at the Robinson College of Business. Um, just through my circle of people meeting Jackie and Jennifer, and um, they were talking about this uh, fund they're about to start. Uh, under the Georgia State, uh, you know, E&I organization. And they were like, you know, we need somebody to, uh, somebody with experience in entrepreneurship who's done it, uh, understands the mindset, uh, what it takes to start a business to sort of help us um, run this fund and, uh, you know, get entrepreneurs involved. And uh, I jumped at that, and uh, here I am. So now
0: your background is as an entrepreneur. So you you were involved in startups... But yeah. Your path to entre- what was your path to entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah. So uh, I moved to Atlanta in 1997. Uh, transferred to uh, Georgia State University uh, from from University of South Alabama in Mobile. Uh, my major was engineering at the time. And uh, coming from a South Asian background, uh, you know, your parents tell you, "If you're not an engineer or a doctor, then uh, you know, you're a you're nobody." <laughs> uh, and well. Uh, it turned out that uh, engineering was not my thing. I was not going to be doing uh, circuits and uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, electrons. So, what was your thing? Um, I didn't know. Uh, I wa- I loved uh, businesses. Uh, I've I've been involved in uh, sort of. You know, I've never really did your uh, garden variety part time uh, cashier jobs at places. Uh, I uh, and I I should take. Uh, You know, go and jump into things like I sold vacuum cleaners door to door. uh, So selling, Kirby vacuum Mm -hmm. cleaner. I love doing that. I just love talking to people. Just talking to, uh, you know, um, you know, customers, understanding their problems, uh, trying to help them solve them. Um, So yes, I know. I've always been out there doing crazy things like uh, selling. Kirby vacuum cleaners. Uh, do you know how much, how much a Kirby vacuum cleaner is? Really, $400. About $2,600. Oh, so $2,600. Yeah. Yeah. So, we had one when I was, I was a kid uh, growing up. By the way, I'm a University of South Alabama alumni. Awesome. I, I majored uh, in Jags. table tennis. Go Jags, yeah. <laughs> Uh Yeah, I, I majored in uh, frat parties. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, did that and then uh, sold meat out of a meat truck in rural Alabama for Y&B meat. Did that one summer. Uh, and we did a lot of little things and finally decided that you know, I really wanted to do something out of engineering. So moved to Atlanta, found Georgia State, came to Georgia State, uh, and wanted to enroll here. And the registrar here told me that uh, with your grades, there's no way. So I had to... <laughs> they, were
0: too, they were too high?
1: They were, they were really... They were, uh, you know, they were at one, one extreme, one of the extremities. And, and uh, is it guess.
0: true the myth says you did sell that person a Kirby vacuum cleaner?
1: Um, I tried that was not gonna work he, he he said the only way is you go back and find some school who is gonna let you uh, you know attend that school and you make a straight 4.0 GPA for a year Um, so that's what I did uh, I went and found a school that would let me in and uh, for a whole year just uh, just hustled and uh, you know made my grades came back to Georgia State because this is where I wanted to be and uh, I said this is where I want to go and found a at the same time I really enjoyed technology really enjoyed business so found sort of the right major which was a CIS major under the Robinson College of Business and uh basically uh you know finished you know uh enrolled here in the final year of my final class uh I uh, and I took a class a business class with Dr uh, Brett Mathern uh and uh he was you know he kind of really got me interested into you know, how to build a business, running businesses. And so from very early on, I really took interest into starting something on my own. I worked at a startup uh, in my early career. Uh, that startup shut down nine months later uh, and uh, and then went and joined another bigger company and decided that was not going to be what I was going to be doing. And then started my first business uh Basically, building uh, software, um, collection software for collection agencies, and specifically focusing them on healthcare collections.
0: So then, you were the one who built the technology, or were you the one that sold it to the collection agencies?
1: Partly. Uh, so you know, when you're starting a company, you're you're you have you're either a builder or a seller, and so. Um, and you're either building something or you're selling something. And so I was a little bit of both. I you know I started my career writing code, but eventually what, you know what I enjoyed was the business side of things. Mm-hmm. Um ran that company for a few years, uh you know, sold it and then um did some uh, contract work around uh, around different things, especially around technology and product. And then in 2008 started another company uh, which was uh, basically at the time Uh, They were implementing these smart meters. And so, uh, you know, basically they're going to take these dumb electric meters in your house and they're going to convert it into these smart meters that would be able to send data over the air uh, to the utilities. It was a lot of data. It was a big data boom. All that stuff was going on. And uh, I started a company that would take all that data and analyze it and process it and give utilities back information around how they were performing in terms of their grid, transformer, uh, things like that. So and if you live in Atlanta, uh, you know if you go outside your house and you look at your electric meter, it's a meter that's manufactured by a company, a local, com- uh, U.S. based company called Census. And so Census is the company that acquired uh, acquired my company.
0: And then, so at that point, you were the builder, or the s- seller.
1: I was a seller. I was a I was a business guy. Uh, you know, I was the guy. Building the company, raising capital, uh, selling to customers. Of course, you know I had I had partners. You know I had co-founders with me who's helped me do it too. But yeah, and at the end of the day, you know uh, I'm I'm sort of at the business end of things. So
0: you like the kind of figuring out the process and the the sales portion of it. Yeah, it's all delegate out the.
1: Yeah, it's all about discovering the customer problem uh-huh. uh, most entrepreneurs uh they 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 fall in love with the solution and they don't iterate on the problem yeah. so you know they 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 build a solution they love it so much they try to go and find a problem on the solution and they try to sell customers that solution versus really understanding what the customer's problem really is and iterating on the problem so um, now,
0: so that's a kind of a, a mental shift that a lot of entrepreneurs have to kind of make in order it's, to it's, survive, right?
1: Right. It's very hard. And even if it, it, it's, and it, it's also hard with, you know, repeat entrepreneurs, right? Because again, we love the solutions we build. You know, we love the babies we create. We don't want to, we don't want anybody to tell them that, that, that baby's ugly, right? Right. Not, it's not going to work, right? Um, but, and then when we hear people tell us that that is not what they're looking for, we, we shift away and try to find people who sort of tell us that that is what they're looking for. So we try to sort of convince ourselves that that is the right solution versus, you know, really doing the hard thing of saying, forget the solution. Let's understand the problem and let's build a solution to fit that problem.
0: Now, do you think that investors care more about the jockey or the horse then?
1: It's always the jockey. The jockey is much more important than the horse because at the end of the day, what I've learned uh, many, many times over uh, from my own uh, from my own ventures is, if the team is good, it they'll make it work. Um, a, a A team can make a B idea work. A B team or a C team can't make a A idea work. They they'll actually like they might actually ruin it. Uh, right? And uh, <laughs> we've seen that recently with the Kentucky Derby. Right? The, <laughs> it's a jockey that makes uh, you know. But jockeys can make mistakes. So if you have the right jockey and if you have the right team uh, around the right idea, it's uh, you know it's that's the best combination you can ever have.
0: So then, um, so you leave Georgia State, you have your own venture. It's extremely successful. You exit, and then uh, this opportunity pops up: this Main Street Entrepreneurship Seed Fund, and they need some. They need a jockey, right?
1: right? Yeah, they they. Uh, they the original uh, title of the role was uh startup shepherd and uh you didn't like that <laughs> I I I didn't want a shepherd uh a title anywhere in my resume I didn't know how I I wouldn't know how to explain that. and I'm glad they changed it uh you know uh you know to their you know to their credit uh but yes that's so my job is really to be be a shepherd right uh instead uh I don't think I can you know it's more like sort of uh, mentoring and coaching. Um, The best part about this is that all of this is already, you know, that that I do anyway. Uh, You know, I mentor uh, startups and entrepreneurs. I love talking to them. I love, uh, you know, understanding their problem. I love guiding them. I do it with, uh, you know, places like the Atlanta Tech Village, uh, Foundry Institute, um, I, I, and I even on my own, I, 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 look up entrepreneurs, and you know, uh, you know, from different places, just go out there and talk to them and help them figure out because entrepreneurship is really hard. Our startups are very hard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know the old cliche like nine out of ten never make it out. We only hear about the ones that made it right. out, but ninety nine percent of them didn't. And so, um, you know, it's a it's a very lonely place to be. Uh, You know, you don't have an answer to a question like, so what do you do? And you're like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, oh, so you're unemployed. Unemployed, right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, My wife thought that for a long time, too. (laughs) She still thinks that, by the way. I think she said, what is an entrepreneur? She still doesn't understand, sometimes struggle with it. But uh, here I am, and, you know, this is something that I love doing. Um, I've been... um, Fortunate and honored that uh, I have been given this role, especially with my uh, background uh, at Georgia State, being an alumni, it's emotional, and I'm emotionally sort of attached to it. I want Georgia State uh, to be successful. I want the entrepreneurs here to be successful. So,
0: And then, so what's your vision? So like you said, nine out of 10 aren't going to make it. Um, so now all these entrepreneurs that are going to become part of this um, fund, that'll be the startups that you're kind of grooming. Yeah, so you know, we, how do you want to tell
1: we um, just to, t- to tell you a little bit about the process and the fund. Uh, so the Main Street Fund, uh, well, you know, was created for the Main Street entrepreneurs. And what does that what does that what does that mean? Is that if you look around the ecosystem in Atlanta, you look at tech and Emory and UGA, and you go around most uh, startups that are funded uh, or or are out there are based on technology. And sure. when technology is great, of course, you know, technology solves a lot of problem. Um, there's a lot of problems to be solved with technology. Um, however, the Main Street Fund focuses not only on technology. If there is a part of, a you know, technology element in it, but Well, it technology, also, touches nowadays, technology touches everything right? now. Technology touches everything, but it also focuses on entrepreneurs that are looking at your, you know, your, you know, your regular problems, like, uh, Helping people, for example, learn how to sew, for example, or uh, providing STEM education, uh, or, 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 you know, building, uh, you know, places around uh, unserved communities where people can gather and share ideas and exchange ideas. Um, And so the Main Street Fund, the, you know, the purpose of the Main Street Fund was to look at uh, Georgia State University alumni or students who Mostly, if they would take their idea around some of these places like tech or ATDC or or or, or uh, like a know. traditional VC, yeah, era. like a like a traditional tech ecosystem, it they probably fit. would not. They, right. you know, they're great ideas, right? Uh, they're not moonshots. They're not, you know, they may or may not be billion-dollar ideas, but they will create, you know, a few million dollars. They will create meaningful jobs right now. And uh, with the right guidance, with the right uh, kind of, you know, funding, they will be able to generate meaningful revenue. And jobs. And and jobs. Right. And and actually have an impact within their communities, their local communities. Which is,
0: and that's a departure for a lot of traditional VCs or traditional kind of the path that a lot of startups go, right? It has to either be a grand slam or an out. Right. they're, They're not okay with. Manufacturing runs singles and doubles. They right. want to hit home runs.
1: I mean, mo- if you if you if you look at most VCs, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know VC funded companies, they're looking for moonshots, right? Right. Uh, so um, these you know these companies and they're looking for you. Know, you'll always hear the term ten x return, right? Right. These companies may or may not be that. They may be that. Some of them. Some of them could be right. But uh, you're
0: okay with a two x or four x, okay.
1: right? Right. And and at Georgia State that's what we want we want to create uh you know uh, uh, those opportunities help create those opportunities that has an uh, impact right now for the local community you know the atlanta community right now mm-hmm. um and basically it you know these these companies they're not your like garden variety high tech companies right? right some of them are some of them some of them are but most uh, you know many of them are your your you know your traditional companies right and these entrepreneurs, some of them have, like, for example, uh, if Damon John came to you today with the FUBU idea, no, he would never get any funding from any of the, you know, any in this ecosystem. Right. Around tech or UGA or Emory, right? Yet Damon James, we all know, is a billionaire, created created a brand, FUBU brand, right. that, that we all know and wear. Um, that's an example, right? So those kind of, th- those are the kind of, ideas and uh you know entrepreneurs that we're looking for and that Uh, fits
0: with the gsu brand right like the gsu is the kind of the regular person that's out there grinding hustling that's right it isn't typically kind of the one that is the prom queen but it's the one that's out there battling every day and that could become the prom queen in five or ten years that's right but they're Um, they're that more the underserved person or the group that is uh, just trying to make things happen and you're trying to give them a kind of a hand up you know to lift them up to give them that opportunity
1: that's correct and 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 many of these so you know the 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 main street fund you know we we opened it up we opened the applications up uh, you know very recently and we did not have an opportunity to do a lot of marketing and a lot of uh, PR around it. But even with that, we received close to hundred applications. Wow! Um, and that was
0: just within the community of Georgia State University. That's, that's
1: within Georgia State, right? Alumni and uh, uh, right. You know, students. And then uh, we, you know, we went through an internal review process with the applications. And were you
0: involved at the point when they were vetting?
1: No, My, uh, it was so for it, you. It was. It was. It was. Uh, and that was by design, uh, you know, on, on purpose because. A uh obviously I have my own biases, but I did not want to be uh you know sort of tainted with that bias. So we kept it independent. Like no one in this office was involved even. We kept kept it outside. So we you know we invited internal, you know, we had an internal review process which was within the Georgia State community. And uh after that, we we picked about fifty companies from that. So you went from a hundred to fifty? Fifty. Uh we then invited um you know, 12 judges and across four days. So three judges each day to come and, you know, uh, listen to the pitches of these 50 companies. Mm -hmm. So these 50 companies uh, were invited here. Uh, They came and uh, told their story. It was a very, you know, hard. It was 15 minutes, five minutes of pitch and then 10 minutes Q&A and that was it. So it was for many of them to distill their, uh, pitch and story into five minutes was very difficult sure but of course i one of a part of my job is to help them do that so i invited them to uh, here they came here we sat down we went through their uh you know problem how they're looking at it what they want to tell the story they want to tell and so i coached them over over a number of weeks so you coached 50 50 companies wow. yes yes 50 companies oh, yeah. all of them uh you know and um but, about ninety five percent of those companies took that opportunity. Some of them didn't for whatever reason, but the ones that did, it showed. It showed in their in their in their mm-hmm. presentation, uh, and of course from that we you know we are now in in the process of finalizing the final uh, number of companies that we are going to basically pick uh, as a part of the what we call the cohort of the Main Street Fund, and
0: that's the first kind of round of this.
1: Yeah, so those companies that we are we will be picking. Uh, are going to basically go through a process. Uh, you know, they're going to get a, some grant. Uh, you know, a, so there'll be
0: some actual money.
1: Actual money, and uh, the beauty of that is it's it's non dilutive. So, in other words, we don't take a part of the company. Right. It's, it's 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 you know you know it's a grant, um, and then we we sort of help them go through a um, education program. It, first first of all, you know, we we helped them figure out what to do with that money. What kind of milestone to achieve? What's the next meaningful milestone for their uh, startup business or their idea? What you know, what is going to help them sort of? Are go- you
0: using a startup like a lean methodology or using some?
1: Yeah, so it's it's a number of things. It's it's a lean you know methodology. It's customer discovery. It's uh you know you know build measure learn. So
0: some of these proven kind of ways to grow
1: a business, right? Right, are
0: educating them,
1: right? And 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 some of these companies are already performing in the business. Some of them are alumni. So they're
0: not just ideas. They might have some traction already. Yeah,
1: right. They're executing. They need a little bit of push, a little bit of help to get to the next milestone. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, what about, is there an opportunity for you to help them with connections? Because that's a gap some of these uh, companies have is, you know, they don't have an in at like an enterprise level to do a beta test or some of that. Is there some resources that help them kind of open doors? Yes, absolutely. Because there's... You know, in terms of help for a lot of entrepreneurs, their money is a help, but also connections. Yeah, it could be the thing they need to level up.
1: Yeah, it, it, I would I would uh, make the case that in this program, money is less important than the help they're going to be getting. Right, mm-hmm. the the network of people that we can introduce them into, by by uh, you know you know through Georgia State University, for example, um, the corporate customers, the corporate connections. Um, and even some of the you know uh, you know you know investor connections. So the goal is uh, in January of next year we're going to have a demo day, which uh, these companies are going to come and pitch and uh, present their uh, sort of what they have done in the last four months. And the goal is to make these entrepreneurs again really iterate on the problem, understand what you know the the pain they're solving. Uh, so the demo day is not going to be focused on spreadsheets and financials. It's going to be focused on... Not what that
0: are, hockey stick, you know. Y- yeah, uh, none that's not that. Gonna, <laughs> be in there, the we'll, slide.
1: <laughs> no, that, yeah, well, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, that'll come maybe someday <laughs> in the future. Uh, but right now, you know, we want to showcase these companies to the GSU community, to the Atlanta community, in you know, in general, uh, to the broader Atlanta community, uh, community within Atlanta and from outside Atlanta, that what GSU has done and uh, what kind of entrepreneurs and startups and businesses we have produced. Um, the goal is that and by the by the end of the program, each of these businesses will have some product that is solving a real problem and perhaps even generating revenue. Now,
0: are you considering this? Are you calling this an incubator, an accelerator, or is this a hybrid? What, how, do you, a, how are you it, framing this?
1: Uh it could be, it could be a little bit of both. Uh, incubator. So the companies we're choosing are in two categories. Uh, one is a seed, seed stage. And the seed stage companies are companies that, that have the idea. Uh, they have done something with it, right? Maybe they build something or they have talked to a couple of customers. Um, they may have, uh, you know, I don't know, like like some kind of design. It could be on a paper. It doesn't matter. Um, but really, they haven't really uh, done in much in terms of actually building the business, right? And they may not have even incorporated the company or anything like that. So it's, it's really from scratch, right? Um, and then, so that's one. And then the other category is what we call the startup category, which is these companies actually um, have the idea, they have built a product, they are serving a market, but they are not able to accelerate and 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 gain traction the you know as much traction that they need to so some of these companies uh you know are 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 already generating some revenue but the goal is to help them sort of focus and streamline that towards a specific market that they can then say okay you know now we're ready now we're ready to scale we want to raise more money and that could be from a vc down the mm-hmm. road um and then also some of them are solopreneurs right they're single they're hard workers you know you know they're hustlers you know they're going out there really working day in day out grinding it out but they need to build a team and so another part of the coaching is okay how how can we get them help them understand how to build a team mm-hmm.
0: so now for you this is now um you're going to be focused on spending time with each one of these people that make it into the fund to help them take whatever the next step is that's appropriate for them at their level that they're at.
1: That's right. So, you know, all of these companies are going to get some level of funding and a part of my job is to sit with each of these companies and discuss with them where they want to be, uh, what they want to achieve with that fund and, and, uh, and the help and the coaching and basically, um, help them do that, uh, and you know, clear have a clear idea about the milestones, and help them achieve that. The other part is going to be to prepare these companies uh, to sort of dress them up uh, for the demo day, because the demo day for us is, is is the first time we're doing something like that at Georgia State. We're going to have uh, you know invite guests from not only the Atlanta community but also outside the Atlanta community um, that that are going to come uh, and and sort of participate. And so we want to show the best of best of Georgia State there. And so we want to make sure that we're all buttoned up and you know, suited right. up. Right, it looks professional and professional. looks like what's
0: supposed to be in order right. for them to get to the next level. And then for you, this is now. This is what you're doing now. Yeah. This, well, this, is, this doesn't sound like a part time. This, <laughs> this is a part time. This is part time for me, you. Yeah. This is part
1: time. Really? Is, this, well, you wow. know, this is something that I uh, I I do in my sleep. I, I dream really? about it. <laughs> uh, I have about uh, these but this companies. is like having
0: you know 10 20 kids that you got to yeah. you know, try to get out the door here exactly <laughs> but
1: you know the the that's that's I think that's the you know entrepreneurship is about mindset more than the skill set and the mindset of an entrepreneur is you know this these are the things that gets entrepreneurs going every entrepreneur you talk to you, you know and that's the difference I guess between uh, a big corporation Uh, with big organizations and titles and egos versus an entrepreneur, all they want to do is solve problems and they want to help others solve problems. Mm -hmm. And so any entrepreneur you talk to, if you tell them, Hey, I have a person who would like to talk to you and, you know, pick your brain, they will jump at the idea because what that enables them to do is a, they, they feel good about helping that other person on other entrepreneur out. But in the process, they also learn a lot. So this is, a learning process for me as well because all of these ideas are unique in and of themselves these entrepreneurs are unique in and of themselves they have a you know and every one of them has sort of you know their own passion and and i would say obsession around what they're doing and it's a great process you know great place for me to learn as well um and so when i say part-time the you know the position is part-time i spend a lot of time on it no no question but i don't feel like it like uh, you know, if I sit with an entrepreneur, an hour goes by like it's a minute uh, for mm-hmm. me, right? Versus if I was sitting in a meeting giving a status report, right. that hour would look like ten, right? So it's it's a different kind of feeling. And it, it, even though it's part time, um, uh, you know, in a, it, it's a it's a part time role, but I I enjoy it. And this is, I mean, I could not have asked for anything more.
0: Uh, so what can we do to help? What do you need more of right now?
1: uh we w- i would you know we would like to word go around we would like pe- to you know first of all um we're hoping this is well this is the first time we're doing something like this and we're hoping it will not be the last time we want to have uh you know uh, you know another fund um from Marcus Foundation or someone else Uh and then uh we want uh you know the G we have not been able to talk a lot about this uh just because of timing, but we would love uh GSU communities and the entrepreneurs and the alumni to know this is what's happening and we encourage them to come and uh you know and
0: pitch their idea. Pitch their idea, apply, be a part of this. Right. You need helpers too. You need people that are gonna people
1: we're looking uh, you know, um you know, we're you know, we you know, we're gonna expand. Of course, right now it's me, you know. Potentially, probably, you know, have have another person. Uh, we, you know, we are looking for um, mentors. Um, you know, we want. You know, people don't know about this. So, right? so I have to sort of me sort of. Email. You got to evangelize. Yeah, I get. We you know. Yeah, exactly. We have to evangelize. So we love. Uh, some people have already taken advantage they've reached out, which well, is somehow great. you got a hundred
0: people to sign up. So That's a win. That, that, that <laughs> was,
1: uh, yeah, that was unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was quite a, because I, we that did That shows not, how hungry they are. Exactly. This, and, and that shows how many of them there, there are more than a hundred. I'm sure. Right. We just didn't have a chance to reach out to them. But
0: that was to your point earlier. Obviously there's a problem if a hundred people are going to sign up and this was barely even publicized.
1: Yeah. Imagine how big the problem That's really right. is. That's right. And, and, and next time around, you know, you know, of course, you know, this is the first time and you are always learning. So, we've, you know, we've taken some you know, lessons from here of things we could do better and we're not perfect uh, by any means. Um, but, you know, this is a program that, that, that somehow I feel is going to continue and grow.
0: So now if somebody wanted to learn more and get involved for the next round or to help in this current round, is there coordinates to get a hold of you or this program?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, if they, uh, g- I don't know the exact website, but if they Google Main Street plus ENI, uh, they will be able to get to the website. Oh, are uh, they going
0: the, to go through the ENI, GSU kind of ENI, web? The GSU,
1: the edu, yeah. They right. could do that. And my 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 mugshot and email is right there. Yeah. And-
0: uh, and then so anywhere I guess I can talk to Jackie or to Jennifer here. Yeah. Um, at the uh Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute and they can point them.
1: Absolutely. And and they can reach out to me as well. Um and so yeah I mean it's it's you know this is it's a it's a pretty uh you know open open group. Uh, and then you're on LinkedIn, right? I'm on LinkedIn. M Khan. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, M Khan Right.
0: Well, uh, MK, thank you so much for the work you're doing. It's so important uh, to have a champion like you involved to help take Appreciate these it. people to the next level. And thank you for your involvement here at GSU Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute. It's, uh, it's needed, and there, this is an important program for the city of Atlanta and definitely the folks here at GSU.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: All right, this is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on GSU ENI Radio.